0: Good evening, folks. It's time for your Tuesday evening edition of It's News to Us, our daily podcast, taking a look at the day's top stories. And uh, today's top story um, broke rather quickly this morning. Actually, it had broken overnight. The Richmond Times Dispatch was the first uh, to report it last night. Um, But it appears the education department, the state education department, uh, had some math issues. And uh, miscalculated some things forgot to uh to uh calculate some formulas incorrectly and therefore local school divisions over the next uh two years are going to be short 200 million dollars so that that's spread across the state but it's it's 200 million dollars Chesterfield loses like 11 million Hanover 3 million Richmond 3 million Henrico 8 million um Senate Democrats are pledging that in the budget, they'll find a way to make it up, but, uh, it, it doesn't look good for the education department. Let me put you that way. And, And basically what this deals with is last year, they cut the grocery tax and it had to do with ways they cut the grocery tax and calculations that went into how they figured out how much state support education gets. They're all intertwined. And basically, um, they, Made some assumptions and thought that there was going to be more money for education than there really should have been, and so now they're going to be 200 million short over the next two two years. Um, Now, again, when the general assembly changes the budget at the end of the end of uh, these next couple of weeks, um, you know that can be made up. But as of now, it's 200 million 200 million short. And the education department admits the error, but uh, it it doesn't it doesn't look good. And, of course, this also comes as educate the uh, school districts around the state are trying to work out their budgets. And now they have to subtract, in Chesterfield's case, another 11 million for right now. And Chesterfield was already saying they needed another 17 million. So now probably they need another 28 million. Um, So it's you know, it's if if my math is correct, because I can't remember if that's one or two year budgets that Chesterville was working on, but long and long and the short of it is they needed 17. They're going to need more than 17 now. So things are not looking, uh, not looking great for the education department or for school districts doing their budgeting at, at this point. Yeah. So moving on from that uh, once again, we're concerned about snow or at least talking about snow. You talked to NBC 12 again today. Um, do we have anything to worry about? I do know we put uh Potential school closures up on our website but then again we cover
1: a large area so where are we worried about snow so when I talked to NBC 12 this morning um, you know there was still a, a higher chance of some more legitimate snowfall uh, and even that not major but some more uh, uh, some more snowfall north of Richmond up in Louisa Hanover sort of there but in richmond, it uh it was not looking like um a whole lot it was going to be mostly rain um there and that's i believe uh since then uh mbc12 has uh even tweaked it a li- i don't even think they're expecting a whole lot of uh snow at all uh in richmond tomorrow though when i talked to them uh this morning they said that there was a chance that there would be uh a similar situation to what they were calling for tomorrow morning on Thursday morning, though again, nothing with any sort of accumulation that needs to be accounted for or worried about. But it's not looking like uh anybody's getting a snow day in the next couple of days by any means.
0: Andrew, so if you want to see snow really, you're gonna to have to head up to Louise Hanover and even there, not gonna be a whole lot.
1: Yes. Even though it's going to be pretty slushy, so
0: yeah. So again, again, good news or bad news, depending on what you really wanted from 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 snow and winter weather. But but anyway. So um, also, you talked to uh, VDOT today. They had an accident, which I was taking a look at the pictures. looked looked pretty nasty. What what happened on sixty four?
1: So apparently, uh, a tractor trailer was going through New Kent on 64 East and right around exit 220, which is the West Point exit. Um, It collided with an overpass. Um, When I talked to VDOT, they weren't really able to give me a whole lot of details about how it collided with the overpass or uh, the nature of the damage, but the pictures they provided showed the guardrail for you know, the overpass has a lane going over it, and the guardrail to make sure people don't drive off of the overpass um, was pretty damaged. So, and and also in that picture, the tractor trailer appeared to uh, it pretty mangled. So it looked it looked pretty rough, um, and it was also carrying a pretty large load of rocks, which upon impact scattered across 64 in the median um, and pretty large rocks too. So 64 East right around there was shut down for, I don't know exactly how long though It was honestly less time than I was expecting. Yeah. Uh, while they had to clean up the rocks and the tractor trailer. Um, but just before 2.30, they announced that they had reopened 64 East uh in that area. Uh, I don't know the situation with the overpass currently, but at least sixty-four is is running smoothly again.
0: Yeah, and what's interesting, I talked to VDOT, I want to say a week or two ago. Um, and uh, they were putting up um like height detection systems around Richmond and Petersburg to let folks no, hey, there's some overpasses, you know, you're over height, you need to be concerned about this, find another route. But I don't think they had them for this particular overpass in Nuket. That, and when I talked to them, I was shocked how many times trucks hit overpasses. It apparently happens, like, in the last three or four years, I want to say, and I don't have the number exactly for me. There was like 58 strikes from 2018 through 28, 2022. That, that just amazes me that, that, that it, and we're not talking about like undersized overpasses. We're talking like just your normal overpasses this apparently happens a lot more than we, than we ever really know about.
1: Yeah. I'm honestly kind of shocked. I've never encountered it, you know, in just in life, uh, you know, for how, but I'm, I mean, I guess it. You would think they would have some sort of standardized yeah. uh, tractor trailer hull-sized and over. You know, it feels like a maybe not an easy fix, but a fixable uh, problem. But yeah, uh, I, you know. I do
0: know VDOT is in the process of trying to raise all of the overpasses. But you know, it's not it's not as easy as just like putting a wench underneath them and just raising <laughs> a few inches. This is you know, you have to basically rebuild the whole thing. So it's it's not a, not an easy process. Plus, you got to grade. You know, I imagine I'm not an engineer, but you, you probably have to grade up the road heading to the overpass too to make sure that you know everything matches up. You don't have you know cars hitting huge potholes, so you know or things along that line, um, yeah. or huge divots or whatever you want to call them. So, but yeah, that was a, that was a, an accident that looked a lot worse than than it really turned out to to, to be. I was expecting that to be like a, a into the evening type type issue with uh. With 64 Eastbound. Um, also, you you talked to uh state police. Um, they're cracking down on illegal gaming as legal gaming becomes more prevalent?
1: Yes. They've established a tip line uh, for, you know, if you encounter illegal gaming, um, you can now report it to Virginia State Police. Um, I... I asked for some examples of uh, illegal gaming, and they cited uh, some some bingo pools, like illegal pools, um, and uh, sort of things like that. Um, something called paramutual uh, wagering, which I did some research on, but I was unfamiliar with prior. Um, but you know they're they're collaborating in this with some of the uh legal gaming uh establishments that have been open or are now opening up uh including some of the uh you know the proposed um casinos and the horse racing uh uh venues yes but, so yeah, yeah. Bas-
0: basically Basically, what it sounds like is not that they were looking the other way with illegal gaming prior, because they weren't. But now that there's legal gaming, and the the legal entities don't want anybody else taking a cut out of their out of their exactly. out of their business, um, but yeah, so they've they've got this tip line up, uh, and uh, they'll they'll be looking to see. You know, I I, I know that there are those uh, things you see at the gas stations. I know they're in a gray area. Um, you know, where, you know, you have like bingo, it's like, not bingo, but it's like tic-tac-toe and stuff that you can play on, on like, uh, for lack of a better term, slot machines. Yeah. Um, but I, I think those are in a gray area. I don't think those are necessarily illegal, but they're not 100% legal either. Um, you know, as, as compared to, of course, now we've got casinos around the state though. We had the one just opened up in Portsmouth, uh, this, this past week. So. Um, you know, there's the, with legal gaming in. you know, obviously they want to make sure that illegal gaming isn't occurring all that often. Mm-hmm. Um, not a whole lot out of the general assembly today. Um, the one big thing, um, the Senate passed an assault weapons ban as well as, um, requirements that would have cracked down, uh, you know, a requirement that you lock up your gun. This is a, a, a almost direct response to what happened in Newport news at Richneck elementary, um, the assault weapons ban matches the 1994 assault weapons ban, uh, that was passed, uh, by the federal government, uh, by Congress, and then was, uh, repealed, uh, in the early two thousands. Um, and the, uh, again, the, uh, the other one is a class one misdemeanor. If you don't lock up your weapon when there's kids present and lock up your ammunition when there's kids present, um, and sorry, class four misdemeanor, which it results in a, a, uh, $250 fine. It's not huge, but they want to more get notice out that it's not legal. Um, both of those are going to go to the House of Delegates. Both of those are more than likely going to be defeated. Um, and we're not going to have either a assault weapons ban or this requirement, uh, just because both sides are basically killing almost all of each other's bills. So we'll continue to keep an eye on the General Assembly as we move forward um, on Wednesday. Um, also, Senator Tim Kaine has media availability. We'll make sure that we get on that. Um, as well, and obviously anything else that breaks, we'll, we'll keep an eye on as well. So for David Lefkowitz, who handled most of the news today, uh, I'm News Director Matt Dumline and we will talk to you on Wednesday.